and welcome to the Just Me podcast, produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Justin Diodato. I'm Andy Fitch. I'm another one. I'm Jamie Fallon, another host. And uh, in this podcast, we always have a guest on to come and talk about something unique to them. This week, our guest is Mr. Marcus Haugen. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, Marcus. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I- I'm excited to have you on partially because I feel like everything you do is just you. Like, you're not, you're not similar to anyone that I know, other than you look like the lead singer of Madden Dragons. Ooh, I, oh wait, I was like, I've heard that before, but it was either you or Joy who said yes. it to me. Yeah, we both <laughs> yes. agreed on okay. it. Okay. Which is, which is high praise from us, because we both enjoy Imagine Dragons. Well, well, two out of two people who live in this apartment think you look like the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Well, that's a solid poll. Right. Um, yeah. 100%. I'll take it. Have you seen a picture of that guy uh no but i like to imagine that it's a guy kind of looking off into the distance and there's a thought bubble and there's a dragon (laughs) in there (laughs) do you not know imagine dragons oh i do know the (laughs) band i've just not i think ever seen like a music video or anything have you seen a dragon um only on the big screen Mm, me too Mm. yeah i do want to ask them if it's like dragons that don't exist or a request for you to imagine dragons. Uh, I don't know which one it is. I think imagine uh. dragons because he's probably just creating a soundtrack to watching them fly majestically. I'm going to find out. I'm going to do some research and find out. Or maybe it's like just specifically about imagine entertainment. Like oh, right. I, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, dragons, <laughs> unicorns, music. What's your favorite mythical... What's your favorite dragon? My favorite dragon? Oh, uh, I'm going to say Spyro. That's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. It's like I a guess the last sheet dragon. murdering... <laughs> yeah, he was not big into livestock, but he was big into saving that magical world he lived in, which I think we can all appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he looks like my cat, so I have a fondness. You had a purple cat? Yeah. <laughs> With, like, spiky back and horns? Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong dragon. You're thinking oh. of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> no. Your cat looks like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. With that smirk and that swagger. No, I'm thinking of, um, what's that other dragon cartoon? Other dragon cartoon? Uh, Eureka's Castle. No. Maybe it's the last dragon. The last dragon. That's what I'm thinking of. Pete's dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Smile. Your Dragon. Yeah. The, the black dragon. Kind of looks like a cat that lives in my house. Anyway, mm. let's move on. Yeah, uh, let's get into <laughs> let's get into your uh, your just me thing. Yes, uh, which is that you uh, are you're essentially an archaeologist. Ooh, that might be a little <laughs> bit of a stretch, but I did study it and I did go on some digs. Right oh. when we when I write up the summary, you're an archaeologist. Oh, I mean, I understand <laughs> the need for sensationalism. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm an archaeologist. Um, uh, so. So yeah, so you have a degree in archaeology. Yes. You went on some ex- what? What about archaeology? Um, I mean, I think probably like a lot of people, it's like you get like that one professor who inspires you, and then suddenly you're like, "This is awesome!" and it rules. And like, I love listening to this person talk about it. And then like three or four years later, you're like, "Holy shit! I made a big commitment based on one person talking <laughs> one time." Um, who is this person? Oh, I wish I could remember his name, but... Dr. Jones. Yeah, that's not a great start. No. (laughs) My whole life was based on a decision (laughs) of a guy whose name I don't know. Yeah, I really follow the tenets of some guy. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) He, what happened was, initially I came into college very much being like, I want to be a zoologist. Uh, I want to study animals, all of that. Got weeded out almost instantly by organic chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I was taking for a humanities credit something about like, early human evolution and it was just like oh this is so interesting there's a lot more drama involved than you would think and i like like that these guys are having like battles with each other over like what certain bone fragments meant and all of that and i was like this is cool i want to learn more and be a part of it cool in, in my head when you were saying that i was thinking like if you like animals mm. you'll like long dead animals more like, <laughs> oh yeah my least favorite part about animals is the meat on them yeah. <laughs> Just uh, their dried bones. Yeah, that's why Splintered. I like Spyro. So, what kind of dr- what kind of dr- what kind of drama is there? Um, I mean, especially in like sort of early human evolution, there's just constant drama about 
mostly like taxonomy classifying where things fit within like the like branching evolution of humans which species led to us um yeah so this is drama within the archaeologist community it's not drama like that you're learning about it's like it's a historical (laughs) drama grog slept with (laughs) thor's wife or something (laughs) no i mean they're there's that there is that but these guys they all more or less they're all shipping grog and (laughs) (laughs) forget their wives yeah so what's a pervasive thought on which uh species or phylum or whatever that us as humans are derivative of um or do you not know that's a very specific question. Yeah. Drawing if, like, back at, to probably 10 years. At this point, it's been a while. What I do yeah. remember is there was certain, like, uh, drama about, like, Homo erectus specifically is sort of the one that came before, well, people like... People love to talk about Homo erectus. They do. I mean, it's a little bit because it's only like an erection. But, <laughs> uh, also, there's, like, drama about, like, how long Homo erectus was around. Did it coexist with humans, or is it, like, a direct ancestor? Mm. There's... I think they coexist with humans today. Oh, well, there actually is evidence that specifically people in certain parts of the world do still have, like, Homo erectus DNA when other people don't. And Mm -hmm. that's part of the debate, too, is the whole out-of-Africa model versus, like, human populations popping up in different places and then interbreeding afterwards. So maybe there's multiple primordial soups that we crawled out of? Um, Or is there one? I guess if the primordial soup is some sort of human ancestor come, then maybe. But <laughs> in terms of, I think the idea is, for a long time, there was the uh, prevailing theory was that there was one mass migration out of Africa, and all right. humans came from a population within Africa. Now, I believe they're shifting more toward many different migrations. So, like, a population would leave tens of thousands of years past, that population is humans, but they're all already living outside of Africa. Right. Another population leaves Africa, very genetically different, and maybe even this population that left already, they're breeding with Neanderthals, they're breeding with Homo erectus. Right. And then they start intermingling with this population that left Africa, and that's how you get those mixes. Gotcha. Yeah. How did all this happen in 5,000 years? Mm, That's a good question. And Because just to be clear, like, from a podcast perspective, we believe in the 5,000 yes. year, right? We, we never talked about this, but... I just assumed we all were on the same well, page. I think it's yeah. pretty, pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to that, I can only say that God works in mysterious ways. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Ta- time yeah. is a human construct. Yeah. I well, think we had to evolve very quickly because the, mm-hmm. the planet was also evolving very quickly, and it's probably part of our survival DNA to um, adjust and adapt. Mm-hmm. I'm just... So I guess the next obvious question is, did you have a, a hat and a whip and all that? Did, did you uh, go full Indiana Jones? Do they hand it to you when you enter your class? <laughs> oh, yeah. The second you, like, declare your major, they're like, here's the deal. Here's your the standard issue. stone door. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the tenant. <laughs> what is the... I don't remember any of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, uh, the, the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. And the... the penitent uh, Man kneels. Oh, that's the... That's the the later one with his father. The Last Crusade. Oh, the Last yeah. Crusade. You guys remember yeah. how he drank out of that old cup? Because oh, that was a yeah. smart choice. Because he yeah. was a carpenter. This mm. is the cup of a carpenter. Yeah. And the guy chose yeah, this poor chest. carpenter. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was made of wood, so he made it himself. It's just being resourceful. Mm. You think every time he got thirsty, he made himself a new cup? Probably. He's a baller, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It wasn't a practical thing. It was like he would just always like throw the cup on the ground <laughs> and shatter it. And then just make a new one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there was a show a while <laughs> back looking for like proof of Jesus and God. Oh, and the all Shroud? That. Oh, no. That was it uh, oh, it no. may have been part of it. Yeah. But it was basically like the, the, this guy said he had traced back um, the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And it was like in this place. Um, it's a big warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, it's now a club. It was in this like, like church, um, but he couldn't go in to see it because there was like a the space security guard. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there was a security guard there. Um, oh, it was the night, and he like gave up. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, he was just, just basically like, like there's that, a guy there. This is hard. Yeah, yeah like this he guy won't let dust? us. This guy won't let us in. So I guess we'll never know. And I was like, just go get like ten other dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, if you really yeah. think that the proof. That Jesus like existed, 
is in that building, one dude should not stop you. Yeah, I would wrestle for Jesus. I'd yeah, wrestle yeah, that right. Man. But I think his faith was not strong. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't a penitent man. Yeah, or I mean, realistically, if he gets answers, then there's not such a good documentary, probably. Yeah, he like he's like, oh, hey, can I get in? No, thanks anyway. Camera's yeah. off. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it was. I was like so mad. I watched the two fucking hours of this thing, and it ended with like, yeah, that's it's a bummer. It's definitely inside. We're yeah. going inside. Oh no, a man stopped us. We're going home. Was that it? Yes. Okay. That was exact, that was perfect. Um, did you have Did you have classes on how to deal with blow dart? Like. Getting, getting, getting blow darted. Running from boulder. Oh, yeah. We would get hit with sort of like... Um, an obstacle course. Yeah, we would get hit with an obstacle course. Sometimes he'd show up to class. Classroom just opens up into a field <laughs> and start running. People hit you with a sword. Amen. How long did yeah. it take you to get used to running on the top of a train? How long does it take you? Like, um... I would say pretty long, but mostly, like, I wasn't using, like, a treadmill or anything before, so I wasn't super familiar with just the idea of ground moving beneath you. And mm. How do you feel about snakes? How do I feel about snakes? I hate snakes. Mm. What about Nazis? Oh, I hate Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> how, different, how different would the rest of this podcast be if you'd been like, yeah, you know, sometimes it makes sense. Like, oh, no. <laughs> we like, uh, and then we ran into a man who likes Nazis and turned the audio off. <laughs> so with like the archaeology stuff that yeah. you started to learn, how, what year college was this? Like, uh, this was freshman year. Freshman year. started, yeah. Oh. So like really quickly that you were just like, well, oh, now yeah. I got to like, now I got zoology's out. <laughs> oh yeah. I really bought into the teaching of some guy my first semester, <laughs> essentially, maybe like a month in. So when you started doing that, like how how long did it take before you started like actually? Um, y- you said you had gone on digs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When did that start happening? Um, that happened the summer after my freshman year, and the summer after my sophomore year. Where were those? Uh, first one was in Belize. Um, oh we wow. We worked on like a Mayan settlement, and then the second one was in Poland, where we dug up a cemetery. That sounds really yeah. cool, that, actually. That, that seems like sorry. that seems like the Dick Cheney thing where they're hunting ducks and then like they would they would just throw the ducks out for them to shoot. You know what I'm talking about? I have never mm. heard that. Uh, where you don't remember when Dick rem- Cheney shot someone in the yeah, face? Yeah, remember that's, when Dick Cheney yeah. shot somebody in the face? I that's yeah. like the funniest thing yeah. ever. Like I feel bad for that guy, but he lived. I yeah. just can't believe that was a thing. It, that at that place, basically, they would like they would like basically like hold a bunch of birds. And then Were they alive? Him, yeah. Okay. And then let them go so you could shoot them. So right. that like you didn't have to wait for a bird. They would just like throw birds at you, and then you would shoot a bird. Talk about mm. privilege. You know, um, that feels like what happens at a cemetery, because you're like, well, we know we're going to find bones, because um. all the dead people, this is where the dead people yeah, live. I'm sure you're specifically. And they're like labeled. But I mean, there's a difference between like, you know, releasing a, a, a duck into the air and like, Throwing a penguin at you, <laughs> like there, there are birds that don't fly. Like they still had to do the work in the cemetery. Yeah, but, you, but I'm just saying, like, what were you specifically looking yeah. for in the cemetery? Uh, in the cemetery, it was like some sort of disease had killed them. So like it was a oh like a very cemetery dig slash like an osteology workshop where we would like go and we oh. look at the bones for signs of disease and like age out the people and find out their. Like I'm sorry. anatomical genders and stuff. You're becoming my some guy, and I think <laughs> I want to go back and take archaeology. It's honestly, it's, <laughs> it's so really fun. It just takes a long time to actually get a job in it, which yeah, is I honestly, bet. yeah. See, in in my mind, archaeology, like the reason I I made a joke was because in my mind, archaeologists are always like guessing, in the sense of like, let's dig here and maybe there'll be a dinosaur, mm-hmm. you know. And then sometimes there is, and everybody's like, yay, we found one. So I figured I felt like in a cemetery, it's like, yeah, no shit. There's a fucking dead dude there. Like, yeah. um, did you find out what killed them all? Uh, I think it was cholera mostly. Mm, uh, makes oh, it's gonna get maybe a little dark. That's okay. But tis well, the season. It's almost yeah. Halloween. Oh, that's true. This mm-hmm. is a spooky cemetery episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what we found was that like a lot of these graves were children. Uh, we took up some baby graves. Uh, and like, just because like that's who was supposed to be a seagull in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
supposed to be a child ghost. Go on. Mm. I apologize. I was trying to help. Halloween I'm not. on the beach. Poop on my head. That's right. All right, go on. Um, I'm sorry. Baby graves. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you were, yeah, you were saying about dead babies. Oh, just be, yeah, just digging up some dead babies because that's just who can, I guess, like weather the disease. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, dear. Disease is real. Um, so, I just have one more question about yeah. that specifically. Was this, uh, were these like marked graves or was this just like an area where you know like a bunch of people had been buried? Uh, the second one. Like there weren't like specific tombstones. Uh, mm-hmm. And like I think this was like 1400. So like the most well-preserved wow. thing is like one grave, the coffin lid had stayed intact. Hmm. And so like when we lifted it up, like there were still shoes and socks on the feet. Wow. Did you sell them? Yeah. <laughs> did they disintegrate when the oxygen hit? Did they like immediately, you know, like in the movies where they're like, they open it up and oxygen hit, hits it and it just starts to age quickly? I, yeah, it turned into dust and then I breathed it in. And then the next thing I know, I know all this stuff I shouldn't know. <laughs> Andy has cholera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Andy gave birth to a, a ghost baby. Yeah. Mm, sounds fair. Um, go Why ahead. would you leave that profession? That seems so interesting. I know. So in Belize with the Mayans, yes. it must have been very interesting too. Um, I went to Tulum on a mm. walkabout. I stayed in the beach by myself in a hut, and I went and um, went to the Mayans, like a couple of rooms there in, the, in the, the structures and things, and they were telling me about this game that, the, that you were chosen for, the male, the lead male of the family. You're nodding, so you know what I'm talking about. Why was that an honor? It, it, it was the same where if you win, you... It's like you you were punished. Yeah, I they're like a real. They're just real into pain. It's I think badasses. Like they're like like we saw like some stone tablet when I was there because like we would like dig all week and then on the weekends we'd go to sites that had been like reconstructed and kind of mm-hmm. like had museum parts and there's like just some stone tablet where they show a guy pulling like a. Th- thorny vine through his foreskin. Yes, that's like, what yeah, I saw too. Like bleeding like, on the tip of his dick. It's like a, a thorny vine or like a, a, a purposefully jagged rope, like, yeah. a, like, a, like a thorny or like rough rope that he had to pull through his penis. What? Yeah, if you, if you won the game. And the game is, is that you take these heavy, like almost iron balls and have to run up the side of this like curvature and throw it through a small hoop. And if you won, your honor was is that you you had this like horrible devastation to what remember. If you lose, you go back in shame to your yeah. family. I'm good with that. Yeah. I would I would prefer the shame. Well, I'm glad the, uh, you, as an archaeologist, being there on the dig that that whoever was telling that story wasn't you know putting 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 me on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, yeah, I did see a picture of it though, but I was yeah. like, "This cannot be real." And then they were saying something, and this might just be conspiracy theory, but they were saying that like, advances within that civilization were so advanced that they thought had maybe they had been visited by people who were knew more about technology, alien type situations there. Yeah, I mean, especially like the stuff they were doing as far as like observing the stars and yeah. all of that and calculating that stuff out. Like, My it's calendars. really pretty incredible. Yeah, although like. There's part of me, like, and I love those ancient alien theories. Me too. But there's part of me that, like, they'll connect, like, oh, the Egyptian pyramids and the Mayan pyramids. And those happen, like, 4,000 years apart. Like, it's such a silly thing. But you just, today, you can see both of them in a place and be like, oh, oh what a connection. It's right. Like, yeah. They well, there were probably up. just, like, a dude that was like, hey, you know what we did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, I don't know if I shared this theory on the podcast before. Or one that was given to me about me potentially being an alien. Mm, nope. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, I got, do uh, you have the theory that you're an alien, or well, are you saying other people do? No, I was given. So I was giving literature via email by my mother, mm. and it was like this whole article about how people with negative blood, um, it's not. A, it shouldn't be a, a common mutation or deviation within the human lineage, and so people with negative blood, they feel like have um, are part of alien or it's an alien something happened to disrupt natural evolution and that's why oh. negative blood happens so her and i both have o negative and so it, you're supposed to come with all these attributes and blah 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 anyway what, so what are the attributes uh certain like 
uh, empathy type things, mm-hmm. certain health things, and certain um, abnormal, abnormal, abnormal. Not being able to say the word abnormalities. Um, she can heal you with her finger. Yeah. Wow. So I was born without wisdom teeth. I was born without an appendix. Oh, shit. My liver's twice the size of a normal liver. You know, just abnormalities that seem to make sense with evolution. Hmm. I'm just saying. Does that mean you can drink twice as much? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 I don't think so, though. I've certainly tested the theory once or twice. And with mm-hmm. devastating results. So why, anyway. so why are you not an archaeologist now? Uh, I essentially wasn't ready to commit a huge chunk of my life to being in grad school for it. Partly because you can only work on your thesis during the summer when you go out and you like do these field schools. I think it's like the average archaeology PhD takes like 12 years or something. Oof. And so like when I was graduating, my advisor's like, if you want to do this you have to like commit to being in grad school into your mid thirties. And I just like, I can't do that. I don't, I don't love it enough. I think to say, I want to do that right now. Is there any like recreational or like leisure archeologists? Like like clubs that go out and do digs or. Oh, I'm sure there's like some sort of, we go out and feel, pick up some arrowheads and all that type of stuff. I think like, I mean, even professional archeologists are very careful not to disturb sites that other people might come to later. Like, there's this whole principle there. We didn't do it for the cemetery because it would have been insane to leave half a body. But yeah. um, for the Mayan site, like when we dug up a house, we would only dig up half of it so that someone could come back and check your work later. Oh, um, interesting. So, oh, weird. Yeah, I I think it's mm-hmm. just because like once you dig it up, it's dug up and no one can. It's can't like unearth just it. About sharing. sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what yeah. Yeah, it's just really back to sort of like kindergarten principles of like everyone should get a turn to dig up the house. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> so, I like archaeology. So what's the coolest thing you found? Uh, coolest thing I found, ooh, so that coffin, or this Belize one? or Either, either one. In general. Wherever. Yeah. Oh, so that coffin where the lid preserved, uh, there was still like, and this was just like weird dust, but like there was some sort of leftover inside the skull itself that smelled like meat. And I, like, scraped out a guy's head, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Was it, like, an adult guy? Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you've held was skulls. It, was it oh, brains? Yeah. Or was it, did somebody, was it, like, hamburger meat or something? Like uh, what? I mean, if someone was eating a hamburger <laughs> out of his head after he died, then it's <laughs> That's not how he impossible. Died. <laughs> we didn't test whatever that gunk was, but, wow. yeah, it was That's probably great. his brain that I pulled out. Also, I'm amazed that... Coffins can work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in, in what you mean, like? In that preserving the body. Yeah, it's a box. Oh, wait, you guys, I just remembered something about this dig. And this happened, like, well after I left, like, years after. But they found out that, at least in parts of it, people thought that these people who were dying from the disease were vampires. Because <gasps> they found, oh. like, sickles over some of the necks. Oh. Because they're like, if they try to sit up, we'll cut their head off. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I would have thought they would just go with steak. Why don't you go with steak? I mean, it's not... Like they were incompetent enough? Well, it's also possible they did it in the wood rotted before we got there. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Steak and sickle. Mm. Just in case you don't know if you're going to get the heart if you haven't done it all the time. And it's really hard to pierce the body with a wooden steak. Yeah, you tried. (laughs) You'd have to be a a vampire slayer like Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, but I would think it's also hard to chop your own head off. Well, no, you put the sickle there if he sits up. He doesn't know it's there, and then he accidentally sh- chops off his head. Yeah. Right. Do you ever sit up like... You ever seen abs on a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Fair uh, enough, I guess. Well, you uh, have to like injure them or... No, you know, I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, you try... Uh, I'm not suggesting you try and sickle your own head off, but I bet you would have a hard yeah. time. And if you did, it'd be cool as hell. I know. I'm not going to try that. <laughs> One of my best friends, he... Uh, uh oh. Sickled his own head off. <laughs> no, but like he he always talked about how like he, if he was like in a hospital on his deathbed, he would like make his like children like promise him that like if I come back like be deadly serious, like if I come back as a zombie, I need you to shoot me in the face. I need you to kill me instantly. I don't want to be responsible for anybody else dying. Ooh, like guys... really selling that you believe in that. And they'd be like, 
Grandpa, this isn't real. He's like, I need you to promise me. <laughs> and they would promise. And like he, they'd like, you know, he'd be like on his deathbed in, in his home. And there'd be a gun at the side table. And he'd like say his like final words, but like not actually die. And then like sit up really fast. Like, his grandchildren would be like, ah, and like, shoot him in the face. face. <laughs> and then he would actually die. Like that would be the way he would die. And then they'd That's go good. to jail. No, no, no. He'd put it in, in his will or something. So he was doing it. Do you guys think Dick Cheney forgot his friend wasn't a zombie for a second? <gasps> That's a good theory. Or maybe his friend looked like a bird. I've never seen the guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. People can have bird-esque features. It's true. I kind of look bird-esque. Actually, I'm probably more rat-like. Nah, I don't think so. I like the Oops. idea of forgetting that somebody isn't a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> he does eat a lot mm. of meat. He does <laughs> meat. Uh, interesting. Um, um, sorry. Uh, in terms of like, um, like, would you join a club now? Like, would you go back and, Ooh, I, I really like the idea of it. I wonder if my time is stretched too thin already is my honest answer. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't put my whole heart and soul into this archaeology club, which is the way I would want to do it. Yeah. And that's probably, I would write an email of that sort a month in. You're like, guys, you deserve more of my time than I can give you. <laughs> what, what was your dream in terms of, like, you know, like, you know, like, people are, like, hitting the home run at the bottom of the ninth or whatever. Yeah. Like, what was your archaeology dream? Like, what what would have been your, you know, what would have been your winning the World Series? Oh, my God. There's, I think it would be sort of a Mayan thing. There's so many cool things we mm-hmm. haven't discovered. I mean, they're doing these projects now where they'll just shoot lasers down into the forest and the stuff they're finding, like, it's incredible. <laughs> like, just things killed from lasers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things they can kill with a laser from a plane now. Just five <laughs> raccoons that happen to be standing in a row with a laser oh my, in yeah, the head. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, look at all these deers cut in half. I wonder how this happened. <laughs> is it? Are they like, is this stuff that is just like, when you say they're sending lasers down, this is like measuring or? Yeah, like they're sort of like tracking undulations. Is that the right word? Yeah. But just sort of like they're picking up all these objects that, like that have been covered over by the forest again. And oh, wow. That's so cool. Like it's incredible the amount of civilization that's out there. And just we can't covered even get over. to it because it's just in the underbrush. Wow. Because there's a guy who's like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop. Don't. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's walk here. away. So, and now I do feel like, I don't know, it sounds like you're keeping up with it, so there's probably still a little mm-hmm. passion there. But now are they, like, basically they can be more targeted where they dig so they don't disturb things as much as they would have if they started in in the wrong spot? Or I, were they pretty targeted to begin with? I think that's definitely, I mean, compared to what it was at the turn of the 20th century, it's wild. It's so much more careful. Those guys are just treasure hunters, essentially. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know exactly what they want to do with these laser things. Like, I don't, because, like, I feel like forests are such an important resource in and of themselves, and we're destroying those. I don't know if they want to go in and disturb it or just be like, we can see what this society was like. We can see the level of civilization. They can't. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that might be just enough to be able to study from without having to use technology to not disturb anything. Because mm. even, like, when I was in Belize, like, we would go walk through to, like, where we were digging, and there's just mounds. Just in the forest, there's just mounds, and you know there's something there, but right. it's like, well, we're not digging that one right now. Right. And, yeah, there's just so much. That's so cool. I uh, I wonder, uh, do you guys know about the, the island? Um, it's somewhere here in New York City uh, where they bury all the people who, like, they don't know who they are. Mm. Um, I've never heard of this. Dead Body Island? Yeah, there, there's like an island. Um, you, you can only go there like once a week, and you have to have some sort of connection to it. But basically, like... Staten mm. Island? Hey. hey <laughs> um, Landfill. If, if you die in New York City, and there, you have no ID on you or anything like that, um, there's no way to connect you back to anyone, and nobody comes looking for you. Um, they don't burn you? No, they bury you on this on this island where there are like thousands of people who have been buried mm-hmm. and they basically put you in a wood box that's just about the size of a person and then just stack them like 10 people high. Ooh, do they put a little question mark on the wood box? <laughs> yeah, they don't label it because no, nobody knows who it is. So there's like so a bunch sad. of, like everybody who's buried there is essentially buried in a, like an unmarked grave oh, and eventually sure. they like, 
They're gonna some, run some, some people are like, they figure out like, oh, that was my whatever, but they still can't tell you where it is because they don't bury them like according to any plan. It's just like. So you can't have the body uh, moved. Yeah. You can't go like, so you can go there if you eventually figure out that somebody you know was buried there mm. for like an hour, like a week or something like that. And because it's so weird, like I wonder, like they don't number the boxes or anything. Nothing. With, like, they're just no, they're just buried, like like the date that the person died. Like I, I think they, I think they did at some point, but like from my understanding, is it's gotten like real, just sort of like whatever, just put them over there. Um, huh. I gotta find the actual island. I don't remember what it's called. Maybe we can link to it on the Facebook thing. Mm. Um, but like I wonder, oh, I'll find it. Uh, I wonder what like archaeologists would think of that. You know, yeah. like so many years later where there's like, everybody's got like an organized, you know, cemeteries and stuff like that that we did. And then also there's just, just like pile of people like that they just, you know, like bones. Yeah. Mm. And I think there are a couple of like famous people. I just can't remember who they are that where people are like, oh shit. Like that Oops. person's buried there. Hoffa. Mm. Probably. Jimmy Hoffa. No, he's at, isn't he at like Yankee Stadium or something like that? Or, I mean, that, uh, I mean, he's, he's in theory, he's buried under every major sports arena yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the country. They took one piece. Yeah. Spread yeah. Out. Okay. There's a piece of Hoffa everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's that show where like people go to like a storage unit? Storage Wars. Is there like an archaeologist version of Storage Wars where they go to this island and they just like, you get one box they, they, of a guy. They bid on <laughs> on a box with a question mark on it. <laughs> no, but that's or like a, a plot idea. of land. Yeah, and they like they guess. Like you go in, you can you can bid on the plot of land, and like you were saying, if there's a mound there, you're like, I think there's something in there, and then you can dig. Well, I was just going to ask. Like you talked about, I know you weren't really saying like we're leaving it to like share with another archaeologist, but like, yeah. are there? I'm assuming. Well, I should ask. Are if you are an archaeologist, are you primarily working through a university or? Um, so it's almost, I mean, that's a huge part of it is academia employs, I think, a big chunk of them. And then the other part is there's a lot of rules about construction. And it's mm-hmm. like, especially because we have, you know, native people here and those sites, a lot of times we don't know where they are. So it's like, I want to build a building here. Well, there's a private firm that will come in and do the archaeology stuff there to make sure you're not like desecrating something right. essentially. I think that's what my friend does. Actually, that type of archaeology yeah. where they you know they go in and survey the lands to make sure that there's nothing there. And he's uncovered a couple of things and huh? have had to made things a historical land site. Oh, cool. And yeah. that pisses the construction people <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, I mean that, that's <laughs> that's going to be like the worst that's going to be like a really annoying job because either you waste your time mm. and don't dig anything up or you find something and then fucking everyone hates you. You know, like, yeah, because uh, like the, the the person building there, the construction, like everybody's just like, no, oh, fuck you. There's like, you know, one weird dinosaur died here, and now we can't build a fucking thing. Like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, is that something you ever went into, like animals or um, like well, prehistoric animals? I think at least because like archaeology is only the people part of it, and so like a dinosaur would be a paleontologist's uh, realm. Yeah, so but that, like you don't, they don't like those don't mesh when you're learning about it. And then um, I guess I had, I have a friend who's an archeologist and like he, the way he was, where did he go? He went to some school in California, mm-hmm. UCLA or something like that. Uh, and like they, he had like the full, it was like when it, the only example is the one I know is like when you're an art student, before you go into whatever your specialization is, oh, yeah. you get the, you have to take all the base courses of like 2d design, 3d design, drawing, like photography, okay. like yeah. yeah, and then and then after that, those like first two years, then you go into your specific, your specific yeah. thing like interior design maybe, and you're using all that stuff you had mm-hmm. beforehand. Do they ever introduce you to those other things? Um, well, like as far as like the base level stuff did, like I did have to take like a decent amount of geology, so like, uh, which is more I guess like paleontology centric because those guys really are dating based on levels of sediment and. Mm. Uh, rock outcroppings and things in a way that well i guess paleoarchaeology is like the human ancestor stuff so they do it too but like for like the mayans and stuff uh the only part where like animals would come in is like you learn how to look for tool marks on a bone and things like that Mm. um speaking of dating yes um who are you with yeah (laughs) well no like uh 
Like, I would assume, given, like, the remoteness of what you're doing, that archaeology is sort of like theater majors, where, like, they're all going to hook up. That's, you know, that's just a thing that happened. Like, is archaeology the same way, where everybody is just sort of like, you know, everybody goes on an expedition, and then somebody gets pregnant? You're not Mrs. Wright, but you're Mrs. Wright now. I would say, at least that I'm aware of, but maybe I was a dork, that... uh, there wasn't a ton of hooking up. Um, I mean, also nobody's getting all hot and bothered of finding a, <laughs> like a dead baby. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but maybe the Mayans. Well, do you? What were your thoughts on the whole like 2012 Mayan uh, apocalypse prediction? I mean, that that's just when the calendar ended, though, right? It yeah. wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a, an apocalyptic premonition. It was they just didn't go past that. Or it was like a start of a new age, and they yeah. didn't, you know, didn't make that new. I think like any like Mayan archaeologist was just kind of like, "This is silly," but it's not hurting anyone to make a movie about it. And so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, would you think of John Cusack's performance? Uh, what, what movie is that? Was yeah. it again? Twenty twelve. Oh, I didn't know that was a mm. movie. I I was thinking of what's a Mel Gibson one? Apocalypto. Apocalypto. That was a good. Apocalypto. I thought that was a good movie. That was a good movie. You never saw the the 2012 like movie? No. Oh, you should. It's not good, but it's it's very well, disaster sold. porn. <laughs> yeah, you want to jerk off to a disaster, <laughs> Andy? <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's a lot of those like we're trying to you know like we're trying to take off on a plane, but the earth is crumbling below us, and we just take off before the earth crumbles below us, kind of thing. Well, the earth is crumbling. Where, where are they going to go? Yeah. To yeah. a different part of the like. No, the entire Earth wasn't crumbling. No, the entire Earth wasn't crumbling. Like eventually, it was kind of, but uh, but mm. only that part. It was rebuilding itself, you know, because it's 2012. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. It was like a skin shaking off its skin. Yeah. Our next episode is just going to be me watching you guys watch this movie. <laughs> so just be prepared for that. Awesome. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's either that or we bring back the 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 no. jelly beans <laughs> that taste Mo- awful. I take movie. Yeah. Fair I enough. T- I'll take movie. Um, cool. Anything else, or should we, it's time for us to move on to the speed round? Uh, yeah, I think that more or less covers it. Well, I, I have a higher opinion mm. of you. I think it's cool that you were an archaeologist. Oh, thank you. I'm I came here with the specific goal of impressing Jamie, and so I consider this already a success, <laughs> and we haven't even finished. Uh, has this ever come into... Has it, have you ever had this been helpful in your day-to-day life since exiting college? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, when we were kids, like, because the, the lands were all, like, part of um, Iroquois and uh, a bunch of other certain tribes through there, like, as a kid, I remember digging the backyard and turning up arrowheads, like, on the daily. Mm-hmm. And, like, what we did, like, they're all downstairs in our basement still. Like, and, and then I think one time I was like, we should, we should call somebody. And my dad's like, you know how many airplanes they found? <laughs> it's fine. They already know, they already know the history of this land. <laughs> I thought we found this great, like, archaeological discovery. And he's like, they don't want it, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's ever something you would go back to? Uh, I mean, at this point, I feel like it. Like not, I'm not thinking like, like near future, 50. but like, yeah, you're. You have kids. You're kind of retired. You know, you're like oh. fine. You can well, want to go on jaunts. How far did you go in school? Did you get a master's? No, just bachelor. Just bachelor. Yeah, I think probably that ship has sailed, much like those ships sailed up to the Americas in Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs> Great callback. Um, but there were ships in 2012, the movie. But it's a spoiler. Well, now That's we can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We'll have to pick another movie. No, there were boats in the movie. I'm just telling you there were boats in the movie. Mm. All right. Well, they better get flipped over. How am I supposed <laughs> to bust a load? <laughs> Where's have the you disaster? never heard disaster porn before? No, I know what you're talking <laughs> <Okay>. about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So, uh, speed round then. Um, what is your Just Me movie? What is my Just Me movie? I said I was ready for this, and I wasn't ready. <laughs> 2012. Mm. Uh... Just me a movie. Yeah. Do we need Do we need to come back to yeah, it? Yeah, let's do we, go, come back. You to want to movie. go to Just Me Music then? Yeah, Just Me Music. I think I can handle a little better. Uh, 
for music, it's maybe not like a specific thing where it's like, I love this so much, but like this year I like rediscovered, uh, the Passion Pit album Gossamer. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was listening to it. I was like, why is this like invoking like these feelings in me? And I was like, oh, I was listening to this on repeat over and over again the same time like I fell in love like for real the first time. Aww. And so like that's like just been like a fun thing to sort of rediscover. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Oh, it's like discovering the light back in your life. I just figured Jamie was going to cry for about 15 minutes, so I was giving her the, the oh, space to do so. I'm mm. certainly doing that on the inside, but I'm a professional. Okay. <laughs> uh, just me food? Just me food? Um, ooh, so many foods are yucky to me. But <laughs> um, I mean, it's not a just me food, but I say the frequency I eat it is probably just me, which is Popeye's. I eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy knows what I'm He's talking like, about. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. What is it? What Those is it? biscuits are so yeah. good, though. I'd say about once a week I eat Popeye's. So I eat like 50 times a year. That's a lot of Popeye's. It is. But it, like chicken's pretty good. Like mm-hmm. it's very, like it is on par for fried chicken and it's got a little spice to it. And then the meat has on that, par with that what? meat. Like I'm with like KFC or like yeah. a good fried like I think KFC is good fried chicken, but people might think I'm wrong. I just I it's yeah I I think it's like it's not legal bad. legally fried chicken. Yeah, not bad. Hmm. I, I never get pink stuff. It's always crispy. And okay. the Popeyes mashed potatoes has meat gravy, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I know fried chicken just wasn't like a thing. Where I grew up, really, like oh, it existed. It, and it like was at places, but it was like chicken fingers or like yeah. wings were the things. Oh. Oh, we got the family style bucket at Are KFC you, a lot. As I don't even know where KFC would be in Buffalo. You just you had the role the of like something that must be easily dipped in blue cheese <laughs> is a requirement. Like, I thought it was ranch in Buffalo. Chicken. Not even that. It was just what's that? I thought it was ranch dressing in Buffalo, or is it blue cheese? Uh, I mean, don't you put ranch dressing on your pizza? Uh, me personally, no. But those northerners, I heard mm. rumor. No, it's, it's, it's blue it's cheese. Blue, it's blue cheese. It is blue cheese. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There are some heathens. Uh huh. Ranch it up. I don't know. I mean, it, you're really gonna draw on a line for some of the people in <laughs> in Buffalo. I like. I. I don't want to lose not, our big Buffalo I audience. I could not <laughs> care less. But there's. <laughs> I I'm just. I guess what I'm trying to say is like wings were the thing. Like I, yeah. and they were never. Deep fried the way Popeyes does it. Popeyes mm-hmm. or KFC does. Yeah, I've been to the original longer. KFC though. Where is wow. that? Uh, in Kentucky. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I know it's in Kentucky. Where in Kentucky? I, I don't remember. I went there when I was like, I was probably like eleven. I know or what something. the K stands for. Uh, <laughs> we went there. Uh, I was probably like ten or eleven. We went there on kind of like a road trip in the summer, like my immediate family. <laughs> There's this little like museum attached to it. <laughs> uh, just arteries clogged. It was just well, it's like there's like a couple statues of the colonel and there's like old photographs and it, it like it's it's neat. Like it's yeah. If you were gonna go to like a KFC, like going to the original is like it's a fun mm-hmm. little experience. It's nothing yeah. crazy, but um keeping in mind that it's nothing crazy, like it's still just a KFC. It just has this thing attached to it. Uh we're like waiting in line to order. And I had never, that was the first time I ever had KFC was at the original. Wow. So I'm like looking at the menu and I'm like kind of trying to figure out what to get. And there's this dude with his mullet down to his, his, <laughs> like his, his butt basically. And he's just like, this is amazing. I can't believe you're here. Oh my God. Wow. Look at the honey. Take a picture. And it's this woman with like a baby in one arm and like holding a child's hand in the other. And she just looks so tired and upset and like just over it. And my dad couldn't help himself. And he like goes over. He's like, he's really into this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the woman's just like, we've been here four times. <laughs> oh, no. He's got like, 10 pictures. Colonel super fan. Wow. Yeah. See, the only time, I, the first time I'd been to Popeye's, I think I've been in one since then, but the first time I went to Popeye's yeah. was um, one in Miami. Uh, oh. And it was in this like, I guess, suburb of Miami or whatever you want to call it, where, which was like, not a good neighborhood. Oh, like, it was, like, clearly dangerous. There were street chickens. Like, Uh-oh. chickens that were just roaming around that were not connected to anybody. Um, and the... Um, 
And the Popeyes, they're... Um, <laughs> they're like, go out and get one and bring it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, you got to cut its head off. Was like, you know when you go to the bank and they have like the Chicken thick glass... Oh. <laughs> yeah, and they have the thick glass and you like... Like if you need to give them money or something like that and like they like put it in the thing... Then close it, and then they open it on the other side. Mm-hmm. That was this Popeyes. Oh shit! People so really like, like that chicken. <laughs> so you, you'd order it, and then you they'd like pass it to you through glass, That's and weird. then you'd get it. So we were just like, we should not be here because clearly, like, they think they're gonna get shot over chicken, yeah. right? Um, so that's my impression of Popeyes is that they're where murder happens. Mm. So even if it's good, I don't want to get murdered. I'm assuming murder happens at less frequently at the Popeyes that you go to. Uh, me murdering some chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> I went I, did, I went on cause Upper East Side Popeyes because yeah. I lived with my brother for a bit and I had no money, and that was like what I could afford on the Upper mm. East Side. So I ate Popeyes a lot. Do you have, is your favorite the one on 23rd? Oh, yeah, my favorite one, 23rd and 8th. They give you an extra tender. <laughs> they probably <laughs> give you an extra tender because you're charming. Oh, yeah, I always make a... I always give them a little wink. <laughs> <laughs> You're tender. Here's an extra tender. I want the five piece. <laughs> wink. <laughs> yeah, and I say wink. <laughs> a wink. Um, so who's and your... And they turn and they go, six piece. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the code. Hmm. Um, so who's your, who's your just me celebrity crush? Oh, celebrity crush? Uh... Don't really like crush that hard on people I see on like TV or movies, I think. But there was this lady who's just featured on Instagram story who seemed pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Instagram story? Oh, no, like Instagram. Oh, their Instagram story. Oh, her, but Instagram. she's like a German video game lady with pink hair. Oh, all right. Yeah. That, that lady. I'll go look it up. All right. Let's, uh, let's walk it back to just me movie if you yes. thought of something. Um, because I feel like the audience is hanging with an anticipation. Yeah, I've been wrecking my mind on this. Probably when we were talking about blue cheese and ranch. I was like, fuck, what's a it's movie so I like? Um, I'd say, like, the last movie, at least that, like, I got real into was that uh, movie Good Time with Robert Pattinson. That's a great movie. It's so good. What is that? I've never heard um, of it. Ooh, it's about, like... Uh, It's essentially about, like, a bank robbery that goes wrong, but it's just, like, these real shitty guys in Queens who essentially just have, like, a real weird night. But it's just, it's done so well. The characters are so vivid. Um, It's not your Twilight Pattinson, let's just say that. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Did you not like it? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I I was really... Was it a good time? It was a good time. time. (laughs) I was really impressed with his performance, actually, because I was, like, a couple guys from Queens. How is he going to pull this off? Yeah, but he was really delightfully. He's weird. great, and yeah. I actually saw him in person. Did you uh, when I went to go see it? Because like right when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. <laughs> it wasn't a premiere. He was just like yeah. in the back of the theater. <laughs> Do they like me? <laughs> it's my best work. Um, it was like like right when I moved here, I didn't know anyone, so I went to so many movies. I saw every movie. Like I would show up at Regal and be like, I've seen all these movies. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh <laughs> no. Um, do you always have movie pass at the time, or were you just like throwing money at the situation? Well, I wasn't like going out or doing anything, so like all my disposable income essentially went to watching movies. Um, but like, I went to this one, showed up late, big bucket of popcorn, and I'm like, "Why is this so full? This is insane!" I sit in the front row, watch the movie. It's great, but like at the end of it, I'm like covered in greasy popcorn and stuff. And then like <laughs> they bring out these chairs, and like I'm like. Every seat in the theater is taken except the front row where I'm sitting by myself in the middle. <laughs> covered in butter and crap. I've just been a complete slob. They, they start setting out chairs five feet in front of me. Oh, I'm like, holy God. shit. And so I'm like trying to wipe, wipe these kernels off me. And the directors, all the actors, like Robert Pattinson is sitting where I could reach out and touch oh him if God. I wanted to. But he didn't want to touch you. Oh, of course not. <laughs> Did any of them like... You know, like visually, like non-verbally acknowledge your you being your right there. Like, presence. I mean, I do remember Robert Pattinson trying so hard not to make eye contact with me because we were too close <laughs> together. <laughs> like, so hard. Too, yeah. Maybe he's your celebrity crush too. Oh yeah, he might be a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I don't think you were just like locked on him the whole time. Well, it <laughs> like, was oh no, we're making eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> that came out two years ago. Uh, this was last year. Last year yeah. was that? I feel like it didn't. 
didn't. I heard a ton of good things about it, but like I n- it wasn't marketed outside very of well. word of mouth. Yeah. Like I didn't hear anything of any like well, the fact award that shows they were or doing Q and A at some screen that commercially you could just buy a ticket for. Like that's a bad sign. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that you didn't know that it was coming. I have no idea. Yeah. So it means they were trying to hype up ticket sales within the New York area. So I don't know. All right. Yeah. Um, cool. Any other just me things or? All right. No. Well, well, thank you for for joining us. Yeah, thanks guys. It's super fun. Where can people see you? Um, you can see me with my armory team, Goliath, and we perform Friday nights at nine thirty. Uh, about twice a month. Uh, also, I'm a writer on the Armory Sketch Team Parachute Pants, and we perform uh, one Wednesday a month. Uh, There's a great big Halloween sometimes show. Sometimes two. That's true. Uh, sometimes two Wednesdays, and also on Halloween, there mm-hmm. for sure will be one. The theme is Fuck, Mary Kill. Yes. Um, add, add, friend me on Facebook. Um, <laughs> follow me on Instagram, uh, M-E underscore Haugen, and add me on Gchat. Marcus E. Haugen at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to see your numbers rise instantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm doing it right now with my mm. phone. Um, and you can see uh, Andy, Jamie, and I um, at Sketchfest uh, <gasps> right. on uh, the 21st oh. uh, at 3 o'clock. That's right. At Pitt yeah. Striker. Is this, this going to be out in time for Sketchfest? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I'm also doing one Saturday at 4.30, I think, in the structure. <gasps> awesome. That um, means you can come to ours and stay for Marcus's. This, this mm-hmm. is true. And, oh, no, we're, we're Sunday. Oh, yeah, no. Never mind. Is that the Pitt one? Yeah, that's Pitt. And then I'm also doing a Fringe NYC uh, show Hi. called Striking Out, which is Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday matinee. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Damn, got so excited about my G-Chat thing. I forgot actual things I'm doing. <laughs> Well, they would find out if they were on your G-Chat. That's true. G-Chat yeah. me about shows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so G-Chat, whatever. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah thank you, guys. Thank this you. is super fun. Yay. Bye. Bye. All the minds are dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>